Hey y'all, welcome back to the Message Podcast. It's your host and girl, Malaya. What's up guys? I am here with RJ Miller, one of my good friends here at ETBU. Um, RJ, welcome to the Message Podcast. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. I've always uh, enjoyed listening to your podcast for sure. And so <laughs> ever since you started, I'm like, this is this is pretty dope. So Hey, thank you. Um, well, all right, RJ, tell everyone who you are and what you are all about for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, my name is RJ Miller. Uh, I am now a grad student here at ETBU um, from Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm born and raised. Um, the good old 318. Uh, so representing every single day, uh, my hometown. Um, but I also run track and field here. Um, okay. And so I'm a little bit a part of a little bit of everything here on campus. Um, I am one of the presidents of the FCA team. Yep, uh, FCA. That amazing team I got behind me. Uh, and then I'm also a grad assistant, not grad assistant, a uh, missions counselor now okay. um, here on campus. And so yeah. full-time job, track and field, FCA, I got it all going right now. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are you getting your master's in right now? And kind of explain what that's looking like at post undergrad and also, um, yeah, what it's like to be a grad student trying to manage work, track yeah. and your master's program. How's that looking? Yeah. Um, so I'm actually getting my master's in sports ministry, okay. um, which is kind of away from my bachelor's, which was in Kinesis Wellness. Um, but I truly do feel called to use my platform of, of sports to share the gospel and yeah. work with FCA. Um, here when I leave ETBU. And so super blessed to have that opportunity to do that um, here at ETBU as well. Um, but it's a lot different, man. Yeah. Um, I'm having to grow up very fast. Oh, I'm sure. It's, oh, my gosh. It's weird, man. I'm just like, oh, snap. Like, I don't have to go to class in the morning. I just yeah. got to I gotta go to work from 8 to 5. I'm like, what is this? I call my mom on a regular. I'm like, this is what this is really like. This is what y'all been yeah. trying to teach me the entire time. I'm like, okay, now I'm running the hard way. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun, though. I, I have enjoyed it. Um, just kind of being able to experience a new journey, a yeah. new path in my life that the Lord has laid out and just kind of figuring everything out day by day. Um, yeah. But just the, the path that I'm on right now, I absolutely love it. Just being able to work all day with an amazing team and the, and the missions uh, building, but also have my amazing teammates and coaches to, to kind of end my day with um, is always great, too. So yeah. pretty fun. No, that's awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit, bit about, um, I'm so, by the way, I'm so excited. I've been, <laughs> been so excited to see you the past few years here at ETBU. And now you're like literally doing all these great things yeah. and you're living for God. I'm just, you're like an inspiration to me, RJ. Um, love what you do for FCA. So speaking of FCA, was about, what I was about to ask you, um, tell us your background about FCA and just yeah. like, I know it means a lot to me personally. Yeah. That's where I was saved. So like FCA yeah. has a special place in my heart. So tell us about what, your experience in FCA. Yeah, so just like you, FCA um, is where I was saved as well. Oh, awesome. um, and so I got a part of FCA sixth grade year. Wow. Um, my uncle who served with FCA for about 15 years invited me to my very first camp. Yeah. And the only way he got me there was because it was a sports camp. And <laughs> Don't so, me, me yeah, like, I'm in. exactly. Like, let's go. So I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go check this bad boy out. Let's get to compete for like four days, free food, free clothes. Like, Literally. absolutely. Uh, just didn't know what the Lord was really doing with that moment. And so yeah. uh, started going there sixth grade year, gave my life to Christ my eighth grade year. Um, and it has been a part of my life ever since. Like yeah. I kind of don't know a life without FCA. I don't know a life without my mentors and my other fellow college students who have helped serve um, with me, serve me as well as me serving them, um, but also them helping me grow my faith. Right. Um, that's truly where I've 
flourished at. Yeah. Um, being around people a little bit older than me when I was a little kid around 18, 19, and them being like 21, 22, um, they kind of pushed me to, to do better, to yeah. be greater, and, and to really dive deep into my relationship with the Lord. And um, that's why I'm so passionate about it, because yeah. it has given me so much. It saved me from kind of the dark area of Shreveport, Louisiana, <laughs> in all honesty. Right. Um, it, it took me out of an environment that doesn't, you know, you know, really produce a lot of success. Right. And it put me in a place where there's a lot of light and a lot of opportunity, yeah. um, which has allowed me to be here and, and be that presence on ETB's campus. And so that's just kind of my heart. My heart is just yeah. to, to give back and to, to provide other students that opportunity right. to, to step from darkness to light and, and live a life of Christ because it's so worth it and it's so amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just want everybody to experience it. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's really awesome. I mean, me too. I didn't grow up in a Christian household, yeah. but um, had the opportunity, crazy opportunity, got the whole camp um, sponsored for, wow. went to Colorado by myself, 17 years old, had no idea about Jesus, knew of him so- somewhat, but yeah. literally flew to Colorado from Texas. So you went to the big one. Yeah. I, I went, went to the big one. It was one. huge. It was literally wow. so insane. Um, like I said, I was in it for softball. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get recruited right away. I was a junior, you know, kind of just in that recruiting process right. still, but um, did, had no idea what the Lord was going to do or what he was doing throughout that whole week and gave my life to Christ. And like you said, I've had some um, like mentors who have definitely, who still reach out to me from camp who have been absolute blessings and just have pushed me in my walk, but also like on the field and off the field, like, Hey, you're more than an athlete. You're, you're a child of God. You right. know? And so I definitely can, um, can agree that FCA has definitely taken, taken me out of the dark place. Just me in general, like from hell, right. obviously like right. it literally yeah, saved exactly. me from hell. FCA right. definitely, has a way of touching kids and I'm very passionate about it. Um, love to serve for FCA, but I love what you're doing with FCA just Appreciate because it's, uh, it's part of my story too, yeah. but, um, you're so part do- of it, man. Y'all, y'all show up every week, <laughs> yeah. hype, ready to it go, is, man. It is so much like, fun. Y'all make it worth it, man. It's, yeah. I, I know we the leaders and, and the 13 other team members that I have behind me right. or with me, walking with me through that. It's just, y'all make it worth it. Yeah. Man. We put in the time, but it's, you know, we're serving y'all at right. the end of the day and y'all show up every Monday night as late as it can get and go. <laughs> yeah. Like you're always hyped. You're always bought in. So it just, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. So we really do appreciate y'all for sure. Thanks RJ. So, yeah. I think what's cool too is you have that community every Monday night, which exactly. flows into Tuesday morning when you see him on campus or, Hey, I saw you at FCA last night. You know, you were, you were praying pretty deep. What's right. going on? Like when yeah. we pray for you or like, let's get coffee. Yeah. I think that's so cool that where it's not just a Monday night thing, it's mm-hmm. throughout the week. Right. And then obviously I'll go to y'all sports. Um, Amy, even me, you know, used to play softball, but like yeah. I would go Tuesday at practice, like FCA was awesome last night. Like yeah. y'all need to show up next Monday. Exactly. And so it's just, it's really cool how the community, it's not huge, but it's, it's, it's enough. big enough yeah. to like where you can, you know, you can kind of move from one person to one exactly. person. I, yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay. So track athlete, yeah. Roger Ryan, um, kind of tell us your experience of being a collegiate athlete first, I guess, and then also what it looks like to be a Christian athlete. Um, maybe, I know ETB, we kind of have an advantage of, yeah. you know, hearing the gospel every day, yeah. you know, seeing verses, hearing verses everywhere we go on campus, but what that looks like to be a Christian athlete um, at, at the collegiate level. Yeah, uh, it is a lot. Um, and it, <laughs> yeah. is, it is truly a lot. It is truly, I wouldn't call it a business here. But it is truly a priority that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, that is a big commitment. Um, but um, I absolutely enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a person, like, I, I'm, I'm a sports head. Like, I yeah. love sports no matter what it is. Because um, I just love to push my body as far as it possibly can go. <laughs> Sometimes probably too far. Yeah. But... And running is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... 
I can really run the bases. Exactly. It's like I picked a sport that everybody has punishment for. You know what I mean? I think some guy mentioned that at chapel the other day or something. I was like, when I sat there and thought about it, I was like, that's a good point. Like, yeah. I literally picked the sport that everybody has to do for a punishment. Like, that was so smart of me. Right. Um, but, man, it's amazing, especially here, uh, having a team and the coaches, like Coach Zach and Tay and, yeah. and my teammates and Aiden and them. Just being a part of that, man, it's it's just such a journey that we have been on these last three years, four years that I've been running. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, it's a very much time-consuming thing, but it's a thing that is worth it. It's yeah. a thing that it allows me to keep going every day. Um, it gives me something to kind of get my day going and it gives yeah. me something to look forward to at the end of the day, knowing that hey, I either go hang out with my teammates, but also get going, work my butt off for an hour and a half right. um, with some people that I love and adore being around too. Um, but coming with that, um, as far as being a Christian athlete, man, I think that's kind of one of the biggest struggles that uh, athletes have, especially right. when you're Christian, because yeah. a lot of times, on and all, honestly, like you said, most people that you're competing against are not uh, Christians. Like yeah. they just don't. It's that's something they believe in, which is hey, you know, that's their choice. Um, but I think that's where it comes into that um, you being that light, you right. being that presence, you representing Christ, and, and saying like, hey, this is what I do on a daily basis, but this is who I do it for. Like, I don't right. do it for my own desires, I don't do it for my own um, my own acceptance, but I do it to give God the glory because He has given me the gifts and the talents um, for to allow me to do that. Yeah, and so it's just such a blessing to honestly you know, compete on a daily basis because I know it's bigger than me. I know God has a bigger purpose for me um, and that I can just continue to grow in that and understanding that that sport doesn't represent me. That sport doesn't define who I am, doesn't define my success. Just the opportunity to just share the gospel on a different platform where there's a platform where we all can connect. You know, I feel like sports is that thing where language doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No matter where you've come from, no matter where you're going, like everybody has that platform of having a sport around them that you can just kind of connect and relate to yeah. because you all kind of go through the same thing, especially as track athletes, man. You, yeah. you'll see like when we're at track meets, man, you'll see that like we will be out there and we just mingling up. Like we've been best <laughs> friends for the last five years of our life yeah. because they're like, we're like, yo, you got to run in a circle. I got to run in a circle. You got to hurt. I got to hurt. Let's be friends. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, it's, it's such a cool experience, man. Cause it's track is such a weird kind of weird sport because it's so individual, but it's also a team race. Um, but you're also competing against your own teammates if you're in the same heat or race. It's, it's yeah. so crazy. But uh, I think just you can see the community that the Lord is kind of working in that. Yeah. Um, I think I went to nationals this past year and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get out of this ETB bubble. Yeah. And so, you know, the ETB bubble, like, <laughs> oh, for sure. you don't really notice it until you get here and you sit here for about three or four no, months. It's, crazy. it's insane. It's real. <laughs> like, yeah, I went, we went to Ohio, so a completely different culture. And I'm showing up, I'm like, these people don't what we are, who we are, small town Marshall, Texas. But, man, I ran into, like, three amazing um, athletes who I competed against who are strong Christians. That's awesome. And so to see that, I was like, man. That's like, like a divine appointment. Exactly. From the Lord. That's so awesome. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't happen a yeah. lot of the times. Yeah. Um, and so the kid who actually I met, uh, he actually won ended up winning the 400 hurdles, which was amazing to see him do that. But uh, that experience was just you know, like no other, um, yeah. to be there and understanding that it's so much bigger than just a competition and a race and yeah. a trophy. But it was like we're able to be on a high platform that thousands of people watch and represent Christ. Right. You know, I got ETB on my chest. Like, they have to hear the East Texas Baptist Amen. University. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not just East Texas University. They have to hear the Baptist part. So they have to know, like, hey, I'm a follower of Christ. Like, right. I'm not just here at a, at a school just because of the sport, but I'm here because of what the Lord has placed me at and what he's doing in my life, too. And you're, you're going to see what he's done through right. my actions of me racing right no, now. No, that's so you good. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so speaking of tracks still, um, RJ Miller, by the way, is an All-American. I'm not sure <laughs> if I mentioned that. I don't think I did. But RJ Miller, All-American this past track season. Um, tell us your experience about going to that meet and just winning it all. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was it was crazy. Uh, it was a fun experience. Those dudes out there are absolutely <laughs> crazy talented. Yeah. Um, I finished eighth overall. Um, okay. But I mean, obviously, I got all American, which was great. Uh, but I mean, it was so it was so so real, man. Like I didn't really it didn't really hit in until like we got back to East Texas because you're still in the moment there. Like yeah. we still hung out right after the race and stuff like that. And I got to talk with some of the guys, and we just kind of watched the rest of the our national championships there. And so you, I was just kind of living in the moment. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any phone service, so that's that's another thing. Like I. We were inside like this. The way we were this building, the way it was set up, it was like the track was surrounded by like four buildings, okay. and they're all metal. So oh, the surface was like completely cut goodness, off once yeah. you're in the middle of it. Right. And so uh, it was kind of real when I turned my phone back on. I literally could not turn my phone back on because oh I could I could log into my phone. There were so many notifications. Oh my gosh. Because Peyton absolutely amazing dude had already oh, had, yeah, post ready, already like, had, everything, had ready. everything ready and yeah. had people tell me they were watching it. it's just like it was insane i couldn't call my own mom because i couldn't ring her because it kept having notifications to my like my phone was shutting down oh my <laughs> so it was Dang. like it's like a small moment of fame that i was like this literally. is what they feel like no, and i was literally. like i can't do this it's like, also kind of cool though you, that like before all that happened you kind of had a moment of just like yeah you yourself with your teammates mm -hmm. with your coaches mm -hmm. and watch other people you weren't yeah. really worried about your phone at the moment like no, that's that's no, really neat that yeah. like the lord was kind of like hey chill Enjoy out it, yeah. from your phone like it was cool because like i didn't they obviously didn't want you to take your phones and stuff like right. that so i wouldn't even near my phone right um until i was able to go back inside the building but like we got a chance to like sit on the grass and just talk yeah and me and Peyton just talking and me and zach just talk i was we had our interviews with um Peyton too but like yeah me and Zach I, and Josh got to enjoy it. That's awesome. You know, before all the craziness happened in the newspapers and, and uh, videos and stuff like that came out. Um, but it was so real because I was like, man, like, I was looking at my coach. I was like, Zach, this is because of you. Yeah. In a sense. You know what I mean? Obviously, the Lord has blessed me with that. But he sent you, bro. Yeah. Because you're the person that saw me. He was the person that saw me first. Like, yeah. I didn't. I was an 800 distance guy. He was like, Dang. no, dude, I believe in you. Like, he believed in me before I believed in myself. And it was like. Yeah. I gained so much respect for him because he saw something that I didn't. Yeah. And, and his, that, that is just like yeah. amazing when you have a coach like that. Will, exactly. That will fight for you. That will push for you. And um, yeah. that, and that's just so neat. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was, it was so real. And he's so young too. So he's able to see it. And he ran yeah. the same event. And so he knew. And I was just like, man, like, Lord, you, you had this in your design this whole time. And yeah. I had zero clue. Gosh. You know? know? And so that experience was, man, it was amazing. It was a little stressful at times. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. You just, kind of being in, in the center of attention a lot of the time yeah. um, because I obviously wanted my teammates there with me like right. to, to feel that experience because they just they work just as hard as me right um and you know obviously it didn't go the way they wanted it to go but um, even for them to get there yeah um like Tay, Brandon, Castor, Coop, Chi like they were top notch like we were the top yeah. one of the top y'all did, uh, did great yeah, last year four by one teams in yeah. the nation they said that they had the when they broke it they had the third fastest four by one in Dang. the nation which was insane and then tay and brandon were in the one two um semis and different things like that it was like man those, those guys deserve just as much credit as i have i right. just have a small trophy right they, they got a little bit more but like man they work just as hard and we push each other daily in yeah. practice and so credit to them shout out to them uh honestly <laughs> hey guys. Because, yeah what's up guys <laughs> Uh, they're gonna laugh at me when they hear this stuff. No, that's awesome. Uh, but shout out to them because they work just as hard as I did, and they're 
it was a great experience to experience it with them and be there with them. Uh, but kind of leading to your kind of next question of like what that felt like as far as God's purpose over that was, yeah. was amazing because I mean, just that year, um, a lot of people didn't notice until after, but I had a torn meniscus that right. entire I, year. Yeah, and that's so, insane. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't know we kept it a secret. We were just kind of like, you know, we're not going to tell anybody because you know, all that stuff that transpires from that. Right. Um, and it was just like treatment heavy treatment every day just managing it because yeah. my knee was swollen and locked up and it was just like i was gonna see how it rides right and in a winning conference which was a shocker to us and that's what qualified me for nationals and got to nationals and that final day once i qualified the day before it my knee was swollen it was hurting like i was in pain and i looked at zach and i was like yeah i don't know how i'm about to get around this circle oh, yeah but he just looked at me and said man we're here now so like do your best and the results will, you know, show otherwise, yeah. you know? And so I was like, I literally asked the Lord, I was like, Lord, like, you're going to have to carry me through this race. You know what I mean? And my uncle was a very good reminder of that. Um, Hollis Conway, you may not know him, but he was an Olympic high jumper. And yeah. He's been on the high stage. You've mentioned him before. Yeah. yeah. And so he was my go-to guy because he's been at the high stage. He knows what it means to compete and win yeah. Olympic medals and, and national He also knows like what it takes to get there. Exactly. The struggles, the push. All yeah. That. yeah and awesome. so he was my go-to, man. I called him before every day and I was just kind of like, hey, like, what what is my mindset going into this? He, yeah. Every day he was like, listen, man, you're there for a bigger purpose, bro. Like you have to get that through your head that it is not about you. It's not about your success, but it's about how you're about to represent tracks right. on this track. So that means you leave nothing else on the track. You give everything you got. You race like a normal race. Like don't put it at a higher pedestal. Like it's just another race. You see, I have to run in a circle just like you. I'm just like, all right, cool. Like I'm, yeah. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah. But like the Lord was really working in that because I was so at peace at that meet the whole entire oh, time. Good. And that meet is very nerve wracking. Yeah. You have the best of the best in the nation. Right. And so it's just like either you perform or you don't. Right. And so I'm like walking around, I'm at peace. I'm chilling. I'm like, oh, this is this is cake work. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But like it was it was really the Lord like giving me peace and saying like everything's gonna work out the way I've already planned it. So you have nothing to pray about. Yeah. You just go out and do what I've designed you to do and I'll take care of the rest. Right. And that's truly what it was. Yeah, no, I think it's so <laughs> evident that you kind of like the Peter story, you know, yeah. he kept he kept his eyes on Jesus and he wasn't sinking. Exactly. But as soon as he took his eyes off, yeah, he starts to drown. And that's Seriously. you were doing that in that situation. That's where that peace came from. Yeah. You were you had your eyes on Jesus yeah. and Jesus alone. That's that's so encouraging. Yeah. And um to any other athletes listening, like keep your eyes on Jesus. Absolutely. You are so much more than your success mm -hmm. and your um your rewards and all the things and what your coach says about you from day to day, like you are so much more than that. You need to keep your eyes on Jesus. And what RJ just said, you are designed for a bigger purpose. And um, you were designed to play that sport too, yeah. specifically, <laughs> but like that goes, that's a bigger picture for like, in God's eyes. You yeah. know, like, Having oh, that's a, awesome. Having them understand that like, your sport is your platform. Yeah. Like it's not a, it's your gift, but it's a platform right. to share the gospel, to represent Christ. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's giving you those abilities not for your own desires, not right. for your own success, but for a greater purpose. And you may not even understand it now, yeah. but when you look back and like us, where we're about to be retired athletes, and yeah, you look seriously. back and you're like, no, there was a bigger purpose. Yeah. That. You know, I put so much emphasis, um, me and my coach, at the beginning of this whole journey, man, we just always put so much emphasis on how we perform and the time we ran and this and this and that. And we look at each other and be like, okay, we need to scale it back. Yeah. Like, we need to humble ourselves and realize this is a gift. This is right. a, this is a, a opportunity. You know, this is what we get to do, not something we have to do. Yeah, you know man, what I mean? that's good. Yeah. And so it was like, hey, humble ourselves and say, hey, we're gonna enjoy it. 
We're going to have fun. Yes, we're going to beat our butts off, and we're going to push ourselves to the limit, but we have to enjoy it because I don't want to look back and be like, I was mad this whole entire time. <laughs> Seriously. Didn't yeah. appreciate it any. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not satisfied. Like, right. I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, finishing eighth was great. Getting all the was amazing, <laughs> but I tell you what, I was not satisfied with that. Like, yeah. I was not okay with that. I was enjoying it, and it was a gift, and I was so grateful uh, for the blessing, but I was not satisfied. Right. Like, there's so much more. In, in me um and god's giving you that desire exactly. that passion for for running you know exactly. and that, that's so good you know i'm not i'm not done i'm not satisfied yeah. that's so good yeah, so. um so like with all that being a christian athlete um with your teammates how do you try to share the light of christ with other like non-believers on your team is what i'm trying to say what do you what do you think that um i know you have you're very vocal and you're yeah. very <laughs> about your faith which i love that i mean i'm somewhat the same yeah, way absolutely. um but like some of the others that may not even really care, no. or even want to really know about Jesus, what do you think? Um, how do you manage that? You yeah. Know? First of all, I mean, people obviously you see Texas Baptist on our reasons. <laughs> you think everybody's a Christian? Amen. Yeah. You know, honestly, they're not. <laughs> right. It yeah. kind of is what it is. Yes, we go to a Christian center university, and it's such a blessing to be able to speak speak freely of our faith. Yeah. Here around campus, and teachers support us. Um, but that's not the case for everybody. Yeah. Uh, so as far as my team goes, uh, honestly, it's just about me building relationships. Yeah, I have uh, such relationships yeah. too. So yeah. it's like I can't just go throw Jesus in their face and expect <laughs> them to accept it if I they, they don't know who I am. Yeah. And so like I'm very very much an intentional guy. Yeah. And so I want all my teammates to succeed. I want to have I want them to have the best opportunity to to reach their goals that they can. Yeah. Um and so my thing is to serve them as best as I yeah. can. Maybe sometimes that's me having to uh you know get on their butts and push them a little bit. Um, uh, but that's because I want the best for them. Um and so that provides the opportunity and the platform for me to slowly integrate God and right. slowly integrate. Um, when they ask me questions of like, how do you get there? I'm like, no, you gotta be, you gotta believe first. Yeah. You gotta have faith that it's possible first, right. you know, and that's where you really, you know, grow at. Yeah. That's where the talent begins to involve that. It's like when you put faith in something other than yourself, mm. man, the return <laughs> in that is insane. Yeah. The Lord is going to give you more than you even deserve. And that's because he's like, Hey, it says it in the Bible a lot. He's like, when you have faith in me, I bless you. Yeah. You know, when, when hey, I healed you because of your faith. You yeah. were healed because of your faith. And he says it countless times in the New Testament. And all, like with that faith, like Ephesians 3.20 says, I'm going to give you more than you mm-hmm. can ask, think, yeah. or imagine. I'm going to exceed your expectations. Exactly. And, no, that's that's so good. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of how I look at it with my teammates, if they yeah. are not um, a believer. It's like, hey, I need to build a relationship with them first. I need to be right. intentional. Then I incorporate who what God has done in my life as a prime example. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, this could be you too. Yeah. It, all you got to do is give up the life that you knew and that you thought you desired and give it up and give it to something greater and right. watch the return that you get back. Like you, it's a win-win situation for you. <laughs> Literally. It's yeah. like I put it in sports terms for them sometimes. I'm like, yo, you win and you win again. <laughs> like you you leave this dark world. <laughs> And then you're able to gain something greater than this dark world. Yeah. So it's like, bro, it's a win-win. Yeah. If you're an athlete, how do you not want to win? Like, Amen. It's as simple yeah. as that. And no, so I think putting it that way, it, it clicks. I'm like, oh, snap, wait, man. I'm like, I don't lose. I can't lose in this situation. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when they look at it that way, I think that's when they, some, something clicks. Obviously, it doesn't happen overnight, but it's right. just it's a throughout the season thing. But representing Christ and being a, prime, a great example of it daily, too. Right. You know, obviously they're going to look at me and notice that, hey, I am a follower. So how am I representing Christ as a teammate, yeah. as a captain, as a runner myself? How am I supporting them away from the track and field? Yeah, I was about to say, like, you know, that's great that you're using that on, like, on the mm-hmm. track, but also, like, 
what are you doing behind yeah. closed doors or what are you doing on the weekends? Yeah. You know, like that's, that's so good. They're yeah. looking to you for, right. because of your leadership, because of who you are in like on the team, but you know, making sure that you're representing Christ off that track. Yeah. And that can be hard. We, we still hard. struggle and like, that's very, I mean, obviously uh, I hold them to a very high standard. Yeah. As you you should. know, I, I, I want them to be the best they can. And sometimes honestly, it does come off as, Oh, maybe he thinks he's better, or maybe perfect. Uh, you know, perfect, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, no. I'm like, no, bro. Like, I want you to be great at like it's it's lonely at the top. Like, I want I want all my people with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm gonna roll up next year in the national with about forty people deep with Amen. a charter bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I want. I want us to come back and we got the whole town having a parade because we all and did all have so much success. Yeah, and that's what I want for my teammates. Jesus didn't do it alone. Exactly. He had his, he had his disciples. Exactly. Like, obviously, like. Father, of course. Yeah. Like that's the best thing. All right, like he had twelve disciples. Like he's rolling the pack. I want to roll the pack too. Like it is what it is. You I know. know. Um, no, that's good. And yeah. so yeah, I'm going to push them. And yeah, it, it, we may get chippy because we're passionate about it, and and it may be us yelling. But like at the end of the day, we understand that we're family too. And yeah. so family, family argues like we're going to bicker. We're going to not. Yeah. Be, you know, we're not going to agree on everything. Me and my close don't agree on everything. <laughs> But I think that's just the joy in it, too, is understanding that I'm human being, too. Right. I'm far from perfect. Yeah. I've messed up so many times. Yeah, and that's when you can share the gospel. <laughs> exactly. Like, Yo, I've messed up here. I've done this. I've said this. Right, exactly. No, literally. I thought this. I thought this. this. Like, bro, I am not perfect. Like, we are on the same platform here, literally, buddy. Yeah. I'm trying to get you to join me on the other side, though. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to help no, you out, yeah. too. But, like, that's where I think where they build that trust. Yeah. Um, not in me, but in understanding that, like, no, he's serious. Like, this guy... Whoever he's talking about, that's their going from their mindset. Whoever he's talking about, this guy, guy, this Jesus guy, like he must be really doing something in his life for him to be honest and upfront right. and be vulnerable all the time. Yeah. And that's when the opportunity comes to be like, hey, look, this is what the Lord has done. Hey, this is what the Lord is going to do in your life. Yeah. This is what the Lord has brought me here for. But this is my purpose. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, you see me successful on the track, but this is really what I'm here to do. I'm, I'm hands and feet ready to share the gospel at any moment in time because that's my purpose. That's my gift. And I'm going to yeah. do it all out just like I do on the track too. Um, and so I think when you start looking at it that way, um, there comes a lot of success, but there comes a lot of opportunity right. um, to represent Christ daily. So Yeah, I know that's awesome. Well, RJ, um, thank you so much for your yeah, wisdom. Amazing, yeah. um, thank you for coming on here and talking about what it's like to be a Christian athlete awesome. and how we can use our sport to share the gospel with our own teammates, but also like other teams, like yeah. you said, going out to Ohio and some believers, but also trying to express your faith. Um, thank you for all you do yeah. here on campus. Um, you're a great leader. I really appreciate it. I appreciate that. you, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, we came in at the same time, which we is really, super cool. I can't believe we did that. The, oh the three years ago, we were like, who is this person? No, is this person? literally. I but, forgot about that. Yeah, but to see how much you've grown to in this podcast and, and kind of watch it flourish and people yeah. really grow from it. I mean, obviously, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, you were probably one of the strongest people. Obviously, everybody knows your story and right. knows what you've been through. And to see you walk through that faithfully, um, yeah. I'm absolutely like, oh, you're I'm such great. an inspiration to so many people, specifically uh, women here, too. As yeah. Well, strong women uh, can look up to you and say, like, this woman is strong. She's a woman of Christ. She's walking boldly oh in her gosh, faith. Like, like, you can't beat it. Like, yeah. honestly. And so, like, it was an honor to when you asked me to be on this podcast. There's no way yeah. I was going to say no uh, to be a part of this. And so, I really do appreciate you. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, RJ. Yeah. You can't, you, you can't give me all the credit. You <laughs> no, got to take some of this credit, too. <laughs> thank you, RJ. All right, y'all. I'll catch you all next time on the Message Podcast.